Alrighty, this is, uh, I guess, a Talking Jacks Supporter Week edition. Uh, not really an extra, but I am uh, lucky enough to have Enzo, Alex, and none other than Hugh as well. Uh, thanks for taking the time after some practice today to uh, join the episode. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. It's, uh, it's after a tough loss, I say, but kind of want to take it back a little bit here about the season um I guess we'll, we'll start off with you Enzo I'm, I'm curious your perspective coming back to um kind of your home club I guess you could say um how do you feel the season's gone I think it's kind of been an up and down season in general but uh what's your perspective at this point of the season yeah man I think if anyone in our locker room told you it's been a good season or a satisfying season they'll be crazy uh, mm. We, we compete every day, and uh, that's what we do for a living, you know. So when you're not in the top, then uh, there are things that need to be fixed. There's things that we need to get better at. Uh, so you can't say that the season went well. But I think, you know, uh, we started off really bad, uh, and then Mike took over. We went through an eight-game winning streak, and then, you know, we had – Two games we lost and we tied and then we lost uh, last night. And, you know, when you if, if it was early on in the season, you put eight games unbeaten and then you lose two or three there. You know, it's not that big of a deal. But we're in a spot right now where our, our backs are against the wall and we can't drop this point. So we can't, you know, we can't let go of these opportunities. Yeah. Um, so what is the mentality going into this part of the season? Because like you said, we've, we've, we've had some streaks here and there, uh, maybe haven't quite found consistency yet. Um, with where we are in the standings and everything, I guess what I'm getting at here is how do you, what do you find in yourself to really go out there and, and give the game your all? Uh, I'll, I'll take that to Hugh there. It's playoff time. I mean, we yeah. did that before this game. Yesterday we were talking about, about it as amongst ourselves, but yeah, I mean, it's crunch time. Um, unfortunate result last night, we know we can only get as high as we can. I, I didn't even check the standings. I, I just mentally, I keep a no in Taz based on our results, like how we're doing and things. But we know from a game or two ago, it's been playoff time. And yeah. That's the mentality going forward, and it just has to be because we're putting ourselves on lucky situations, but it's whatever. We just got to keep moving, and it's that playoff mentality every single game. One thing I'm kind of curious on, too, is as a player – do you keep track of the standings in general or how other teams are doing, or do you really just focus on what you can control? I'll, I'll just answer that. I mean, for, for me, uh, I constantly look at the right. table. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, we can only control what we can do and what, uh, what results we can control. Uh, and that's ours. But, yeah, you still look, and at least I look at the table and see who won and who dropped points and who um, who's in front of us that have dropped points or who they have in the next few games that maybe they can drop some points. So, yeah. at least for me, it's I look at the table a lot, and we look at the table and we talk and um, go look at goal differential and, and all that stuff because at the end of the day, um, we're in a situation that uh, we need every point and we need the teams in front of us to at least drop points or, or to tie and – like last night, Birmingham lost. I mean, won in the 90th minute. Oh, did know? they? Okay. Um, yeah. So that's that hurt us because they're in front of us, and 
Um, so they, they, they scored in the 90th minute. That hurts us um, tremendously because that's kind of maybe the one. St. Louis plays today against Indy 11. So right. yeah. um, those are all games that, that we, at least I, I look and I pay attention okay. to it. Um, we can't control anything they do at the end of the day. We have to. But obviously it's hard at times, at least for us, to not look at stuff like that and say, oh, yeah, no. Is that... At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. We have to control what we control. Yeah. But um, – yeah, I tend to look at it a good amount, especially because in the situation that we're on. Maybe if we're in a different situation, you don't care as much. Uh, maybe we've been in different situations before where uh, we haven't been eight, nine, or ten, whatever it is, the playoffs. Uh, so we have to worry as much for those teams. But now because we're there, yeah, uh, I, we have to. I would think you'd have to at a certain point just to kind of keep a sanity amongst yourself because – like you said, of course, there's only certain things you can control on the pitch, but of course, you just want to know where you are at the end of the day. Um, what do you feel, I don't want to say needs to change, but what's your mentality going into the last couple games where you, your, your backs are against the wall in some respects, but there still is that, that birth in the playoffs that's available? And, of course, the schedule is a little bit difficult coming here towards the end, but what's your mentality going into the last couple of games? I think uh, our mentality is the same one we've had the past couple of games and the games before that and the games before that. Uh, we can't afford anything but go out there and try to get three points. So the biggest thing for us now is that we really have to come together and we have to bring back that energy that we brought uh when, when Mike came in, um, you know, it's easy a lot of the times when things aren't going well and then you change coach and everyone just kind of, you know, it, there's this new energy kind of coming in. Fresh uh, right. That, that it, it just happens, you know, and uh, and we have to find a way to get that same energy back in. We got to find a way to to all come together and uh, and play one style, do one thing in the game, you know, uh, meaning where – when you look at other teams, uh, there's a style, and you see 11 players try to work on that. We need to get back to that, to where all 11 players and everyone in the team, we're working towards a common goal, a common way to play. And once we do that and we bring that energy, I mean, uh, we're a good team. Yeah. I, I, it's definitely been an interesting season in the sense that there have been a lot of really good pieces that have come together how do you feel that chemistry comes into play with that? Because there have been, there has been different players added here and there. Um, I mean, to, to put this to you, Hugh, there's been changes on the back line pretty consistently. Goalkeeper changes here and there. Um, how do you think chemistry comes into play with the way the season's gone? Well, I mean, obviously we've had two different styles now, but through the season and things, and, you know, a bunch of guys have been coming in, as you said, in the back line up here and there. But I mean, <clears throat> to be honest, I've, we all feel comfortable with almost anybody who's back there, anybody that's been playing in our lineup and stuff, anyone that comes off the bench and do energy. Like like I told you before, this is the most talented team I've ever been a part of from yeah. top to bottom, and I know that anybody, we all know anyone that can start any given day. Competition's healthy too, and that's been yeah. good for us as well. But like I said, I mean, yes, results have gone differently with certain people and things, but chemistry-wise, I still feel like, you know, we can put down a good 11 almost any day. So now that we've gotten our style and gotten, you know, an idea of how we're going to play and kind of Charlotte's way of soccer, I mean, I feel yeah. like anyone can go out there and we can just play and produce. It just matters of us just 
having the ball go our way sometimes, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because I, I hate to, as a fan, I'm going to say this flat out, it's it's curious to see the way the season's gone because there's just been some funny bounces against us, it feels like. And you hate to say that's a large contributing factor, but soccer is sometimes a game of luck, I think. I mean, it's I think that can come into play with different streaks and things like that as well, just certain referee calls maybe. Um, we won't go too far down that road, of course. But um, how do you feel, Alex, that that coaching change has changed the team? Aside from maybe on the field tactics and touch base on that if you'd like to as well. Um, yeah, I mean, look, we when Mike came in, um, at least we had an idea. Um, when there's a new coach that comes in, um, especially Mike, who's been here before, but he's going to put in a sense the players that he feels more comfortable with or that he's known for a while, and that's kind of yeah. what happened. That a little streak that we went on. Um, Eight, I think eight other players um, that he that were that started the, that game, especially the first one, uh, were guys that he either brought or played played for him. So mm. um, obviously, me, Enzo, Jorge, Hugh was brought by Mike and um, a few other players, and then obviously we didn't have a, a whole eleven. So you plug in pieces where you need to, um, but knowing that chemistry and knowing that he brought us and Hugh being in the league for a while as well and knowing that, hey, this is the way we want to play. He understands how we play. Um, and that that kind of helps the chemistry. But we were well, – I think what hurt the most um, is we were in a good streak when Mike came in and Enzo, Kivan, and I had a little chat. And what we were more – the most scared about or worry about is that once we had that little four-day, five-day break, yeah. uh, coming back to it, and as much as that is time to kind of relax, that – you come back, and sometimes it takes a little while to get into that rhythm of okay, it's back, it's back on now, you know, um, because you're either on it or you're nine. It takes a little bit more time. So once we took that little break, it hurt us a little bit. Mm. Um, that intensity is not there as much as it used to be, um, and maybe that was kind of the time where people were like, okay, we need this little break because. It's been a lot of craziness during the year with the coaches change with dropping boys. Our back was already against the wall um, when back came, uh, when Mike came back, and we got out of it a little bit, but then a little bit of mistake, you kind of push back. And at the end of the day, if you do things the right way, I think you can um, lock and come your way. Um, yeah. And that kind of maybe that's how you build luck. And it seems like at times uh, when we don't do things the right way or the way we want to play, being good on the ball or pressing or not losing the ball because I thought all of us yesterday in the attacking and lost too many balls, uh, which then maybe you don't create your own luck, you know. Maybe right. if you keep the ball, you try to do the right thing and things don't come out, but you're still trying, uh, maybe you create your own luck. Um, but um, it, it, it seems it just seems like now we're kind of um, against the wall again a little bit, not maybe not as deep as we were, but now we got to get out of it again. And I think it takes one win or it takes one good performance for us to just say, okay, it's back on it. Uh, we can get back to it now. Um, so we're hoping, obviously, on Sunday, and I know Indy is a good team and um, they've got very good players, very good system winning the play, but um, we're a team that can beat anybody. I mean, mm. um we're not. We don't believe that we're a team that are is tenth. We're or twelfth. We're twelfth because of things that that 
that um, that happened before earlier in the year. Um, but I'm telling you, we believe that we can be anybody um, that that we play, and and, um, and we'll we'll stand up against anybody. But like you said, sometimes you got to create your own luck, and that's by doing the right things, day in and day out. Um, yeah. Even at training. Um, so, and it, it seems. I mean, it, we, I think we do. We have a good group of guys that that we can get that out of out of each other because we demand a lot out of each other because we know we have it. Um, so, but hopefully on Sunday we can start trying to turn things around. Absolutely. So to transition back over to Enzo, what responsibilities or, or roles do you take a hold of during this time, just during in general with the season as the captain? Yeah, I think uh, the most important thing for me now would have to be lead by example all, all the things that I would I because we all have opinions of what we should do and how we should do it uh, and the most important thing is that if I have an opinion of how I think something should should happen then I, I need to do it you know yeah. I need to do it and I need to show and uh, you know it's uh, it's one of those things that I mean a lot of people kind of um, when they see when they see uh, Alex and I and and, and maybe like the, the passion and it's, you know it's just this this in our blood this is like my life you know this yeah. is my life uh, I don't I don't look at anything else I don't do this as as a hobby I don't do this as uh, entertainment I don't do it because it's fun uh, I love it it's it's send me so uh, I hope that you know that we can get everyone to buy into that saying we have two, two and a half months left of the season. This is the only thing that should matter in everyone's life for the next mm. three months. Nothing else matter. Every day you wake up, this, the first thought should be this. Uh, when you go to sleep, the last thought should be this. Uh, every single second, whatever decision you make throughout the day should be geared towards how can I help my teammates? How can I help my team? Uh, and I hope that, you know, once we can get that down and if I could lead by example uh, on that, because it's been, it's been a year that's, it's, 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 you know, a lot of up and up and downs and it's not, I'm not satisfied with it one bit. Yeah. I think it's, it's really interesting as a, as a supporter to watch both Alex and Enzo with the passion you have on the pitch, because it's very easy, of course, as a, even maybe a neutral party, third party for someone to say, Oh, they're just too hot and heated out there. But it's, I'll say it's, I love it because I like to yell at games too. I get pretty excited and emotional and, and this, that, and the other. So I think it's your emotions manifesting itself in a certain type of way where for instance, on that penalty call last night, just for reference, you're so invested in this club that you're you you want to let the referee know what you think, or right, as it just, should be though. Like, yeah, I want him to that. understand the magnitude of yeah. that one decision. Mm -hmm. you know, Absolutely, he's human. We're human. We make a hundred yeah. mistakes. He can make a hundred mistakes, but yeah. the next day when I show up to to this room right here, they're gonna have a video and they're gonna show me. You know, yeah. Uh, I mean, this it, this the one thing you know. After the game, things cool off and everything. But uh, 
this this are people's lives you know this is this is how i feel my family this yeah. how he makes a living this is how he makes a living uh and you know um that's that's where a lot of the passion comes from is you know understanding there, that for me there's no at the end of the day you look back and obviously there's no excuses um to um for me what happened against Louisville and I'm, I don't want to bring that up but or yelling at the refs or anything like that um there's none I mean we uh, I got to do a better job of controlling myself in a sense but um for us um it's a little different because um we I at least I believe that we're in a sense a, a representation of the club um and what it stands for and what it means because we are the local guys Yeah. Um, and for me, it's a dream to play locally for uh, a pro team and, and having kids out of the academy now and, and helping somewhat put this academy together. Um, so we're somewhat of a direct uh, representation of the club and, and what it stands for. And um, we come from a different culture. Like I, the videos I was showing yeah. you earlier, earlier that it's a it's a. It's a way of life. It's not just a sport that we play. And I understand here in the U.S. is there's opportunity for you to be anything you want. Mm -hmm. Where we come from, um, you're either a footballer or you're a normal person that goes and works and have to work your butt off for the rest of your life just to uh, make ends meet. Uh, but because we come from a different culture where soccer is the way out of the problems and, and all that stuff that we grew up um, this was everything that we've ever wanted to do. And obviously we grew up here in the U.S. since we were nine. So we've have, we, we still have and understand um, the, the culture here. But for us, it's a way of life. It's not just a thing that we come out here and play and, and, and make money. Um, I want to make sure that when we step on the field, we are showing direct representation of the club and because there's kids that uh, will come behind us. So hopefully – Um, won't have the negative part of our passion and our intensity, but we'll take the positive parts of that and how it can change in a positive way, the yeah. way that you play and the passion, the passion that you put to, into every tackle or into every run. Um, so that's kind of where I want to say about that. Um, and it's not always perfect and we'll still have to keep working on it. But yeah, yeah I think it's, It's interesting because I think there's been an evolution because we've seen in the past where there's certain moments that may get a little under each one of your skins and just in general. I mean, that's kind of the way soccer is, too. If you're not, there's two ways of taking it, I feel. There's a way of taking ownership of the moment and really being invested in the game and in the club and taking pride in that badge. And then there's another way of just like you've like you've said here, just taking the check at the end of the day, this, that, and the other. But w one thing I kind of wanted to just end on here with it being supporters week. Um, what do you feel what, what each one of you here? What do you feel this supporters can do to help the club to push each one of you and then the entire squad towards this finish line at the end of the season? Um, I mean, we hear you guys, but loud and clear throughout the whole game. I mean, that's not the issue at all. I mean, I don't know. You got to give me a second to think about that. No, that's, yeah, that's, that's all right. Chancer, I mean, for me, it's, it's we have a group of supporters that are unreal. 
because they've been with us since the beginning yeah. and and, and you guys are hardcore and you're there and we know all the faces because you guys are there uh you know i mean uh i just for me i would just love to see a full stadium every weekend and, and, and it makes a huge difference it makes a huge difference for the players the energy and, and what it means and uh you know i just i mean I, most people that come to the game their first time, they leave and they love it, you know. Um, when we go and sign, you know, we, we kind of do this little thing where we go around and we thank people because, we, you know, we're, we're thankful that they came and we want to put a product out there that they enjoy. It. And most of the people that are new, they're, oh, it's my first time. We had a lot a lot of fun. Uh, so, I mean, the, the supporter group, that's, that's a good job, you know, uh, and it's – you guys are so loyal, and, and we appreciate that so much. Uh, whether it's two thousand or two, we we feel it, you know, and we yeah. and we hear it, and, and and it gives energy to the players. It does, it does. You know, I just wish that all the other uh, soccer fans are there that want this great soccer to come here. They yeah. if it's not gonna come if they're not here. If they're not showing. That love already and I mean that if you just look at the experience and if you go look at how many years each player has played and at what division it's unbelievable the amount of years that our team has this year absolutely uh, yeah. you know so you're not I can guarantee you're not going to come here and think oh this is terrible product you know um, so hopefully that people can give it a chance show up and 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 you get 200 people behind the goal uh, cheering and, 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 you know, being rowdy, and then people love that. You know, not the game is part of it, but that atmosphere behind the goal or, you know, that if people give it a chance, they, they'll just keep coming back and back because who doesn't love that, you know? Yeah. Uh, I know I'll be right there when I'm done playing soccer too. Are you guys allowed to sit behind that goal? I think we technically are. We, yeah, we've man. kind of – thought about it here and there but um yeah it's something we'd have to talk about with the supporters group but do you think that would be something that may I, help you i think i mean yeah i, I definitely we definitely feel you guys much because i mean you can't really do nothing with the wall and that you know separate us a little bit but if you guys are like right there i mean not just mm. for us for maybe in the opposing team standpoint they can feel your effect okay. a little more um i mean just to, my only thing would be just like enzo said just It'd be very, it'd be really, in my past experiences coming from like Richmond, where no, no matter what the yeah, Red Army, like the Red Army, we were like 3K. I mean, the stadium was like this size. I mean, you just feel that too a little bit. Um, and like Pittsburgh as well, it's a small stadium like this, but they, they were averaging 1,500 just like this. But I mean, results mattered and we we're doing decently last year. So it came to like 3K. And I know results matter for here too as well. And like, that's, and there's nothing. Like on you guys completely to bring random people out sometimes or do your due diligence walking around and you know, trying to recruit people. I mean, maybe we can market it ourselves a little more. We used to walk around as a team in Richmond, just pass off flyers sometimes to so just get mm. people to come out to kickers games. Um, the my only thing, yeah, would be probably getting some more people out here, but yeah, to switch it up a little bit, maybe switch going behind the goal some and heckle the heckle the opposing team a little bit or just I, I can definitely heckle people yeah for us i mean when we score in that end too you know to come give you guys some love as well and just to see that passion i feel like would rejuvenate the whole crowd in the stadium as well mm. for me it's kind of a message just to the to the fans i 
I personally feel disappointment when I have to go after the game and give everybody a high five down there and we've lost the game. It's a disappointment yeah. uh, for us. Um, so we, we understand that we've got a big role as players on the effect of who comes to the games, and that has to do with the results. So um, we, we understand that, um, and, and we, we honestly uh, think about it. It's not just a thing that we just say it and then it's done, but we actually really think that we can have an effect if the fans come out and we win and they have a good experience that they're going to come back. So that also goes into it. Um, so, but, but it's also, it's not just a, what can you guys do for uh, us? It's also, it's kind of like a partnership and what, what can we do also for the fans? And that comes for us is knowing that we've got to put a good product out on the field um, that's going to, to bring people out and enjoy it. Regardless at times, if we lose, if we win, if we tie, whatever it is, if there's a good product and we're playing the way we want to play that we believe um, is an enjoyable, a good attack in uh, soccer, um, then people are going to enjoy it and people are going to support it if if we lose. But it's not just a one one thing, or what can you do for us? Um, but it's a, a mutual thing, what you can do for us, but then what can we do for you guys as well? Mm. So what can we do for you guys to cheer and get loud? Well, we got to score, you yeah. know, and that <laughs> makes it – um, so it's a, a two-way streak is what you do for us, but then what we can do for you guys as well. And that's play good football, attacking minded that we're going to get uh, people to celebrate goals or um, celebrate when somebody does something nice. And, and so it's it's a, a two-way streak. Um, and, and like you said, you guys need to keep doing what you're doing. And we've got to change um, and we've got to do better uh, for you guys as well. So mm. that's all. Well, well put from each one of you, and uh, definitely want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule. I know there's family and coaching and uh, just relaxing that you could have been doing now. So I do appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule today during uh, supporter week. No, man, Same thank you. you. Appreciate you.